Welcome everyone to another episode of the Discover New Music podcast from Full Pelt Music. Shortly we will be joined by Dissonance to chat with them about their recent single Harlequin, which we have featured over on our Discover New Music playlist on Spotify. But before then, the usual reminders from myself. If you would, please do follow Full Pelt Music on social media. We are on Facebook at Full Pelt and on Twitter and Instagram at Full Pelt Music. And again, if you would, please do hit that subscribe button, hit that like button wherever you're watching or listening. Well, welcome Dissonance to the Full Pelt Music Discover New Music podcast. Thank you all for joining me. Um, we have got Ben. Hello, Ben. Hello. Uh, we've got Mike. Hello, Mike. Hi. Cuba. And Good we've got Harvey. Yeah. And we have got Aaron. So, hello, Aaron. Hi. Thank you all for, for joining us on the podcast. Exciting times for the band, obviously. You've uh, just put out your new single, Harlequin, which we're going to discuss shortly. Um, but obviously, it's been a, uh, a unique time for the band. Obviously, some changes have, have been happening, so we can discuss that as well. But we start every Discover New Music podcast with the same section. Uh, we call it the origin story. Uh, now, obviously, the origin story of the band will have changed slightly recently obviously with the changes we've just been talking about um so it might be slightly uh different to you know the traditional story we get to hear so it could be quite interesting so guys what is the origin story for dissonance how did you end up as you are now yeah so uh we originally it was uh me mike aaron uh our old drummer chris and our old vocalist reese um me reese and mike uh had been in a band called forgotten shores uh, and Mike and Aaron had been in a band called Gone By Tomorrow. Uh, both of those projects ended and, you know, we were all friends. So we thought, let's, uh, let's make a new band. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and that's basically where we got our original, uh, roots, I guess. Um, and you know, uh, lockdown kind of screwed us over a bit in the members <laughs> yeah. department. Uh, so, uh, eventually we ended up losing couple of drummers uh we got cuba in on drums um and uh our original vocalist reese left um towards uh, sort of the end of 2021 so uh i stepped up from guitar to vocals cuba stepped up from drums to guitar and then cuba knew harvey uh so naturally we got him in and that's how we we got here yeah yeah so um obviously yeah it's been a, a fun uh couple of years for, for everyone in the music industry obviously you know it's pretty much wiped everyone out but you guys have obviously yeah. had that added uh turmoil or you know changeover um which um obviously you guys have emerged from now with uh with harlequin um before we touch on harlequin though um obviously you know you mentioned it there ben you've made the tr transition from you know guitar to to vocals and obviously cuba yourself you've made the transition from drums to guitar um both obviously you know probably you know quite challenging sort of transitions um you know how have you both found the move uh, between roles perhaps start with uh, with cuba <laughs> yeah, yeah okay uh, i mean for me it's been it's been pretty nice to be fair because you know even though i joined the band, i've been in the band for surprisingly more than a year now like i originally joined back in march last year um, and obviously there was still a whole load of stuff going on with uh, uh, the whole pandemic and lockdowns and gigs weren't really happening. So 
as far as anything that I was actually doing in the band, most of the time I was just playing guitar anyway, because <laughs> we were like, you know, having um, having sessions where we were just getting together, seeing how we gel when we're writing and um, how how we all work together in that kind of context. And so um, being primarily a guitarist anyway, uh, it's been a pretty natural transition for me. Um, not too Not too difficult at all. Excellent. And uh, obviously, Ben, the transition from guitarist to uh, singer um, has yeah. been done before, some with great success, some not so much, you know. <laughs> so how have you found that? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm just going to add, before I go into mine, uh, Cuba's a much better guitarist than I am anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, it, was, it was kind of a natural progression because I'd done little bits of vocals here and there on, you know, previous records. Um, but it does come with sort of a lot of pressure being up front and you know sort of I don't want to say like the main focus of attention <laughs> but you know um being a front man and all and having to you know actually not just sing but like engage is, yeah yeah um so it, it's a lot of pressure but I hopefully am living up to it and you know I'm happy with what I've done on Harlequin and the, the guys seem to be happy with it so that's all I can really <laughs> ask for well, speak now or forever hold your peace, everyone else. Are you are you happy? <laughs> um, oh yeah, I mean absolutely. I mean it's yeah, we've been calling it the musical merry-go-round in this band for like the last <laughs> six months of just going through members and changing instruments and stuff like that. But I mean, yeah, I mean sort of Ben and Cuba changing instruments and then Harvey coming in to the band as a new member, sort of all at the same time. Everyone's you know absolutely smashed it, and it's you know it's been as smooth as smooth as can be sort of with you know so much upheaval it's been you know it's been really good yeah, yeah. and the uh the, sorry sorry harvey yeah what are you gonna add? yeah i was just i was just gonna say that uh the general consensus i've had from people about the track is that yeah ben's killing it on vocals yeah so yeah all good stuff excellent yeah um i would certainly yeah yeah and i'd certainly <laughs> he's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that ego that front man ego is starting to swell up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um obviously yeah the fruits of your labor um harlequin you guys have just put out your first single with this incarnation of the band um so we've featured it obviously on the discover new music playlist hence we've got you guys onto the podcast obviously you know by featuring on the uh, playlist clearly we've enjoyed it you know so um what can you tell us about the song you know uh both kind of you know conceptually what's the song about how did the song come together how was it written um far away so i'll let i'll let cuba do this one because he's <laughs> <laughs> right so i mean this was a song that i wrote, I wrote it a while ago um because originally i had um being in, being in college, me and, me and Harvey have actually been in a band before together in during, you know, college years, um, which, you know, life stuff happened, people went to uni, things just we weren't very organised, didn't know what we were doing at the time, so it didn't really um, come to anything. Um, and I'd spent a long time thinking, yeah, okay, I'm just going to do some kind of solo project. So I had a bunch of songs written. Um, and that was probably around about the time when I first met the guys back in 2019. Um, and I had written, written a load of these songs, one of which eventually was Harlequin. Um, and coming into the band and 
you know deciding what the next steps were going to be put that forward as one of the options and everyone was really like yeah this is this is a good song <laughs> so i was i was very happy at the the acceptance of that but the um the general premise behind the song i feel like there's a bit of an in joke with it because <laughs> the way i described it was I, I i basically summarized it as yeah i wrote this because i was clowning over a girl so that's become the the, the kind of ongoing <laughs> in joke of the thing but on a for like clearing the record it was off the backside of coming out of a more sort of sketchy kind of abusive realm relationship um and kind of just figuring out you know the the process of that and i did originally have a bunch of lyrics written for it um which the chorus that we used is the the original the original lyrics that I had but um for the final thing uh, Ben actually rewrote all of the rest of the stuff because my original lyrics were terrible um and yeah I couldn't be couldn't be happier with the the way that it's come out it's you know beyond anything I could have um even hoped for or imagined it would have been so yeah incredibly grateful for all of the people that were involved and all of the effort that the guys in the band have put into making it what it is as well yeah, well, uh, thank you for that, Cuba. Has anyone got anything they'd like to add on Harlequin? Uh, yeah, so I guess, uh, obviously, like, uh, Cuba sent me his original lyrics, and I kind of, you know, I wanted to live up to it, and, um, you know, I didn't want it to be sort of a surface level, like, oh, oh, I'm sad because of a girl sort of song. I wanted it to be a bit more of, like, a, um, sort of the aftermath where you're looking back, thinking, like, have I have I misunderstood everything? Is it, you know, is the situation how I thought it was? Um, so I think, yeah, I, I just wanted it to be a bit uh, less sort of like surface level and a bit more like, you know, questioning yourself rather than just being sort of sad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and obviously, yeah, track has come out really, really well. Um, and you guys obviously should be really proud of it. Um, what about the track stood out for you? Because obviously you guys, um, you know, have just had this change. You're coming back post-pandemic, new lineup. This is your you know, opening statement as, as a band now, really. What made you choose Harlequin to be that statement? It was just sort of coming out of, obviously, we, you know, we, you know, two member change, basically, in terms of, you know, drummer and vocalists, sort of go back to sort of the last 12 months. It's sort of like, right, We've got this new lineup. We want to, you know, it's almost like a new first first impression almost. Then we thought, yeah. right, we want to sort of set a tone for how the band is going to sound going forward. I think was what we wanted to do, and sort of, you know, set that sort of like a, you know, I said in a previous interview, sort of a line in the sand of right. This was the band before. This is the band going forward. It's, it's not. I wouldn't say it's like hugely different to what we've done previously. It's sort of still in the same realm, but it's definitely a sort of push in a different direction. Yeah. And I think it's one of those songs when there was sort of the general consensus when we all heard it, it was like, yeah, this is this is the song to sort of, you know, come back with and, you know, gonna land the biggest hit basically and the biggest punch. So I think that's sort of, you know, where it came from for me anyway. Yeah. Um, well, thanks for that, Mike. Yeah. Any, anyone else, you know, echoing those sentiments or have a different feeling about the song at all? Yeah, I think same thing as Mike. It was just, yeah. you know, the, the best song to showcase the new lineup, the new sound for the band going forwards. And it just, yeah, I think it was the song that we all agreed 
would be the best to release first. Yeah, uh, and you know, without hearing obviously what else you guys have got, you know, so far I think obviously right decision made, and obviously the track as well has got a really cool video that you guys have put out as well. So we should touch on that. Um, obviously, listeners to the podcast can uh, find the video on YouTube. Just search for the band on YouTube, Dissonance and Harlequin, and you'll you'll pop that up. And I'm sure we'll stick the link to it in the uh, description for the uh, podcast as well. So you can probably click through from there. Um, so, yeah, what was the, where did the concept come from, from for the uh, video? And what was it like to, to record for you guys? Uh, essentially, the concept of the video is uh, me pushing my love of black and gold on everyone. <laughs> there wasn't really uh, much of like an overarching concept uh, I, we just thought you know well I thought that it's a nice color combination uh, we could make it work with the lights and it would look sort of uh, pretty pretty vibey and then uh, our videographer Ollie Duncanson did a great job editing it so you know we've got all these like lens flares and things in there that make it look extra cool um, yeah but it, it generally uh, it wasn't it wasn't sort of like a big uh we didn't have like a storyline or any sort of uh any metaphorical stuff that we wanted no. to get in there <laughs> it's just sort of like a just an aesthetic that we went for and you know hopefully it it well it not hopefully it did look really cool yeah it does <laughs> it does um and you yeah, guys must be really happy yeah mike yeah, I was, I was just going to say, yeah, I think for us coming back, we were like, we didn't really want to do a story, we wanted to be like, this is the new lineup and sort of make it performance based. So everyone, you know, knows who the new members are, obviously, because, you know, there's, you know, two different people in different roles now and a new member. So it's like, we want to make sure that, you know, it's focused on us sort of so that everyone could see this is the new lineup. This is the, this is the band. And like Ben says, sort of, we didn't really have sort of an idea for the video, but Ben had the black and gold idea. And I said, oh, maybe we could do something with like flashing bulbs. And we obviously did something with that. And yeah, it was just sort of like, it just sort of snowballed from there, just in sort of terms of the idea. It was a really simple idea, but obviously like Ben Tazoli did a really good job and yeah, it looks really cool and yeah, just smashed it. Yeah, no, and, and it does work really, really well. Um, I've got to say, uh, really enjoyed that. Um, and obviously, you know, you've put this package out, you know, the song and the video, and obviously, you know, we've, as we keep saying, you know, the changes in the lineup and everything. So um, obviously in this day of social media, um, you know, feedback is instantaneous pretty much, you know. Um, how have you guys felt, um, you know, your fan base and perhaps new fans have reacted to um, to Harlequin and the changes? You know, what has the uh, reaction been for you guys? General oh, consensus, yeah. I think. Oh, you can there you go, Ben. Sorry. I don't know. I, I was just going to say, I spent like a good few days just looking at YouTube comments and stuff. And, <laughs> you know, obsessing about whether people liked us or not. Yeah, I was exactly the same. We just sort of like, it's always, it's always the same thing with putting out music. It's just, you're just, you just want to know what people think. And you, like you say, you want the feedback. So, you know, overall, I think it's been, you know, it's been really positive um you know i think we're all really happy with how it's been received and obviously you know there's always a risk when you change your sound slightly that people go oh, not 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 keen on this but i think everyone's sort of you know who's listened to the track and you know who listened to it pre-release as well like now you this is a step in the right direction you're doing the right thing which is which is always nice to hear um yeah i think reception generally has been really good yeah couldn't have asked for more to be honest yeah, well, uh, thanks uh, for that, guys. Yeah, and um, obviously, 
anyone listening to Harlequin and really, really enjoying it is probably sitting there and wondering, well, when can I expect more of this to come? Obviously, <laughs> in this day and age, you know, uh, bands have release schedules and obviously you can't always announce everything. But, uh, you yeah, know, when could we roughly expect something a little meatier from the band? You know, is, is there plans for an EP or an album? You know, what is the future uh, over the next few months looking like for you guys? I mean, we've not got anything sort of set in stone just yet. I mean, we've got loads of demos, um, so uh, there'll be something, I'm sure, sort of later in the year, uh, and shows as well to go along with that. So, uh, yeah, but nothing, you know, set in stone at the moment. Well, yeah, just yeah. go for it, Mike. I was going yeah. oh, to add to that. I think yeah. with today, sort of how sort of the music industry is working, like it's great that you know everyone can sort of put out music but you do find that there's sort of a really short attention span on yeah. of releases you know it's something we found on previous eps that you know the two or three songs that are single sort of you know they get you know quite a lot of traction but then sort of the album or ep tracks you know people just you know don't listen to them and generally and it's sort of like you put the hard work into it yeah people do it. So I of think course going forward for us i mean at this point we're probably i mean things might change but we're probably looking at more doing like you know a single every couple of months probably is probably what we're leaning more towards doing at this point because you put all the hard work and time and effort into writing these songs and you want you want to give them the push they deserve and the love they deserve so um yeah enough, i hope we're hoping to have some stuff out towards the end of the year sort of in the last sort of three months of this year is probably what we're looking at realistically yeah. at this point um but yeah obviously you know, we, we do want to, we've got so much stuff we're sat on that, you know, I think is really good and it'd be, you know, really good to get that out and people to listen to some more new age dissonance. Yeah, definitely. And you are, you know, you, you're right really in what you say about the short attention spans and, you know, the way the industry has evolved over the last decade or so. I mean, obviously for a lot of people, Spotify now is the go-to you know, streaming service. And it's quite obvious with the, you know, the layout of Spotify, you know, you click on an album to listen to an album. And as you say, you can see the streaming figures for the singles, you know, and, you know, mm. for that, obviously we can be quite high. And then you look at the streaming figures for the rest of the track and obviously the album it obviously drops off uh, the more as you go. So yeah, I can certainly understand, you know, the, uh, the approach of you know, multiple singles, especially at this point of your career. Um, so um with that, you touched on uh, Ben, I believe, a little while ago, potentially live shows, which was my next question. Because obviously, you know, we talked about feedback and being instantaneous nowadays with, um, you know, social media and everything. But obviously the best way for a band really to gauge how they're doing as, you know, a band and obviously how the songs are, are faring out there is to, to play them live, play them to people and see what reaction you get. So um, when might fans roughly, again, expect uh, to see dissonance up on a stage? So, uh, again, nothing set in stone currently. Uh, we're looking at sort of very roughly, uh, maybe sort of like uh, August, September time. Um, we're currently looking at trying to book shows. So, you know, if people want to message us and say where they want to see us, awesome, please do, because we're trying to book stuff up. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah with, um... Oh, there you go, that's right. I was just going to say, or if any bands are like going out and doing some shows or tours or whatever, and yeah, just send us a message, hit us up. Yeah, I think it's been quite difficult trying to book shows. Obviously, we haven't really let on that 
you know, we we were close to releasing anything, and we were sort of trying to keep it quite sort of hush yeah. hush from like the like the surprise factor. So sort of now we're at the stage where right now songs out, people know what to expect from us. Like now we get the ball rolling on the live side of things. But yeah, I mean, trying to book some stuff up. I hope you know if anyone's listening to this and you know, please just message us on all socials. We'll be more than happy to do shows. You know, that's what we want to do. It's, you know, that's, you know, at the end of the day, why most bands, yeah, they do, they want to play live and have the magic of the live show. And yeah, we want to get doing that sooner rather than later. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you know, you guys have, um, you know, played shows over the years for um, obviously you know, early dissonance and obviously previous uh, bands you, you've mentioned that you've been in. Um, the, the next section of, of the podcast is something we call set list science. Um, so, you know, it's a, a simple question, really. Um, you know, how much attention do you pay to the structure of a set list? Um, and have you got any rules that your uh, you know, plans to use, and obviously this might be the first time you guys have actually discussed this, so <laughs> it could be quite interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so previously, it's a lot of these set lists have been put together by Mike, um, but I think the the general rule we go with is sort of like a rise, fall, rise sort of thing. Like always end on a high, leave them wanting more, um, but don't sort of keep it too monotone, sort of. Don't don't do all fast songs. Don't do all slow songs. You know you gotta gotta mix it up. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, I mean, it's, 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 yeah, this is something that when we've been putting set lists together, I've actually I actually probably obsess a little bit too much over it. I'm like <laughs> about like what what, what songs working because yeah, I think the general thing is you know you want the rise sort of the mid set lull a little bit and then you sort of build again. But it's it's find that balance if you don't want to go two down in the middle of the set because everyone's oh well, this is a bit boring isn't it really and you yeah. want to keep the energy up so yeah it's sort of you you know start with the you know big bang sort of keep, try and keep the energy levels up through the middle and then you end on you know as i think as every band does you end on your biggest songs so yeah. <laughs> most popular songs so yeah i mean that's sort of probably what we'll end up doing going forward as well unless anyone else has got any our ideas put them on the spot right now yeah <laughs> i think maybe just scrap it all and do like an elton john tribute set or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that sounds, yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh well every band certainly does need a uh set list fanatic in it it's always an interesting portion of the podcast asking bands about this so yeah some people have told me you know they literally kind of dream of set lists as they you know sleep and you know what what they can do uh, with a set list um, but you do hear a lot as you guys talked about you know that energy curve really I think it's called you know yeah. keeping it up and down um, so yeah obviously yeah looking forward to being able to catch you guys on the road uh, further down the line uh, obviously looking forward to potentially some new music later on in the year so everyone listening as we talked about it's all social media these days so obviously they need to come and follow you guys on social media so they can keep track of when these shows are going to happen and when these uh, singles are going to come out um so i've got my notes um and you guys have done relatively well with your social media handles um there's only one slight difference <laughs> in it so you've got twitter and instagram you are dissonance underscore uk uh, and Facebook, you managed to capture the holy grail of just dissonance. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, sometimes all three are different and like, completely different. You know, it's good when you can uh, obviously get them all the same. Um, but that's where listeners need to head uh, to, to keep up with you guys. Um, so obviously, you know, um, 
as we come towards a close, it'd be interesting just to touch on, you know, with the slight change of sounds you guys have had, you know, what your uh, influences are going forward, you know, what, what influences are you taking and putting into uh, dissonance now? Heavy. <laughs> 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 no, no, um, but I mean, certainly I feel like a lot of the stuff we've got is going more in a, a less um, kind of alternative punk rocky sound and more to the kind of alternative, a bit more metalcore-y, but still not metalcore because it's, it's a bit more... A bit more intricate than that, I guess, is the, the best word I can think of. But certainly in discussion, we've talked about, you know, bands like Dayseeker, uh, Spirit Box, um, uh, even Architects have come up a few yeah. times. And actually Bring Me the Horizon as well uh, yeah. are quite, quite heavy on some of the influences for some more of the other demos that we've been working on. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a change for sure. And I mean, vocally, I'm... I'm... This is going to sound really weird, but I, I'm, I'm very much influenced by like old Coldplay and like. Okay, um, yeah, I wasn't expecting yeah, that. <laughs> and, and like weird post-hardcore bands like uh, Circa Survive and Thrice. Yeah. Um, that's that's a lot of my influences from that sort of like vibey, sort of more ambient sort of stuff. So uh, that's definitely going to be coming a lot more into the frame, yeah. as it were. Yeah, Thrice and Coldplay not often mentioned together. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, obviously, yeah, re really interesting to, to just kind of get that. And obviously, I, yeah, I can hear certain influences you mentioned there coming across already on, on Harlequin. Uh, not so much the Coldplay, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, thank you guys all for, for giving up your time and coming on the podcast. Obviously, the podcast is designed for people to discover new music, hence you know, we call it the Discover New Music Podcast. So hopefully some um, folks will be checking out Harlequin and checking out you guys um, coming out of this obviously you know follow the band on uh, their social media channels that's the main thing for you guys um what would be you know your final message um for for listeners today you know um all of you uh you know what would you like to say to listeners uh please just go check out our music please <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think just yeah i'd like to just say you know thank you to everyone who has checked out the track already you know i know that there's you know hundreds of thousands of bands out there who are, you know who are all incredible doing the same thing so you know for people to you know stick with us and listen to us you know we really appreciate it and yeah there yeah i don't, I don't want to use the classic big things coming soon but <laughs> 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 i might have to but yeah no. i think you just did yeah <laughs> yeah, I did, yeah, so, yeah no just sort of yeah, no, thank you for yeah, because obviously it's been a couple of years since we put anything out and you know the support has been incredible and we are really grateful for it and you know we do really appreciate it a lot. Yeah, um Cuba, anything you would like to add? Uh yeah, just again, like Mike says, thanks, thanks very much. Definitely to everybody who's checked out the new song, everybody who's welcomed the new sound as well. Um it's yeah the response has been so fantastic and it's you know I, I can't I can't express how grateful I am for how it's been accepted and I'm just really excited for all the you lovely people to hear the awesome stuff that we've been working on behind the scenes. Excellent um, Harvey over to you. 
yeah, just same as the others. Big thanks to everyone who's uh, checked out the band, listened to the song and shown their love and support for it. And yeah, keep your eyes peeled. Stay tuned because there's some good stuff coming. And uh, I'm super excited to be part of this journey. So big thanks to the listeners, boys, for bringing me on. Ah, and so, saving the best to last. Aaron, you, you sat... Uh, he's oh. gone. Oh, he's gone. Oh, wow. <laughs> he didn't read. Perfect timing. <laughs> Obviously, didn't want to give his thoughts. Bless him. Gave him the big setup. Oh well. <laughs> Honestly, you, you wouldn't understand how that is the most Aaron thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's phenomenal. Well, I think that is my favourite end to a podcast ever, guys. So no, thank you for that. That is excellent, um, guys. Obviously, you know, thank you again for giving me your time. Listeners, make sure you're checking out the band on uh, social media. You're checking out Harlequin and obviously, you know, you're keeping up to date for when these shows are going to hopefully come down the line um, again. Yeah. So thank you so much. And um, yeah, we will uh, catch you down the line. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. I really do hope you enjoyed that chat there with Dissonance. Make sure you keep up to date with everything coming from the band by following them on social media. And of course, if you would, please do follow Full Pelt Music on social media. We are on Facebook at Full Pelt and on Twitter and Instagram at Full Pelt Music. And if you would, please do hit that like button, hit that subscribe button wherever you're watching or listening. And we will be back soon with another edition of the Discover New Music podcast.